0: this is the gary v audio experience cuz we're gonna be we're gonna get their attention. Um, Okay, what do we want to talk about? Couple things. The first thing that I want to talk about is perception. Something I've become unbelievably fascinated with recently is this binary thing of basically, and we've heard it our whole lives, half glass full, half glass empty, like I've become unbelievably fascinated with, are you sitting in this audience right now and realizing that this is the greatest era to be alive in the human race? Yeah. Or, or are you consuming content that makes you think shit's terrible and fucked up and everything sucks shit? and it's probably somewhere in between, but for me, in the context of where I wanna take my talk, which is the business opportunities, the life opportunities, I think it's a remarkable time to be alive. This, right here, is the remote control of our society. A lot of people don't like that, and I respect that. You don't like that when you go out, everybody's on their phones, you think your kids are getting fucked up, I get it. But the reality of the situation is this. This device and its interaction on the internet is really a remarkable thing. I am blown away that every person in this audience has so much more upside to achieve than ever before strictly because of the internet. Every person in this room Every person at this conference right now, including myself, is grossly underestimating the internet because we're living through the beginning of it and it's hard to calibrate it and realize how big of a deal it is. But the second you start contextualizing this platform, things will start getting different, especially if you're in a place where you've got the mindset that this is optimism and opportunity. And that's just where I'm at. I basically can't wrap my head around how easy it is right now to garner attention and then deploy that attention to be the governor of Colorado, sell t-shirts, sell books, sell your insurance practice, list a home and sell it. The bottom line is no matter what you do here, no matter what you do here, the one thing that binds all of us is that we're all battling for attention from somebody, and then we get the opportunity to tell them what we do. Once you understand that attention is the currency that we're all chasing, then we can start having a much smarter conversation about this. Watch this, and I think a lot of people here will learn from this. How many people here, and I know a lot of you know I like, I know a lot of you follow me enough to know I like this if you follow me, but just by show of hands and don't get lazy on me, how many people here have run Facebook ads and it didn't work for them? Raise your hands. Actually, can we do this again? How many, if you you just raise your hand everywhere, I want you to stand up. Stand up. Don't get lazy, I'm gonna give you one more second. Stand up if you've run Facebook ads and they did not work. Thank you, thank you. All right, Denver, these people suck. Kidding, 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 kidding. Thank you for standing up, sit down. Here's, here's why I wanted to show you that and here's the point I'm gonna try to make and here's a tactical breakthrough that I would like to accomplish. Knowing Robert and Tony and other people are speaking, I think we could talk a lot about theoretical frameworks and motivation mindset and I believe in that shit the most. I think optimism is the most practical strategy in the game and I believe in that. But one of the things I wanted to fill the void of in this schedule today is to get you to leave with one or two practical things that actually make an impact on whatever that you're trying to achieve. That number one thing that I can do for you on that practical impact is to get you to finally understand why it is super important that almost 70% of this audience stood up and that delta is where all the opportunity is. Let me explain. Facebook ads on May, what are we, nine, 10? On May 10th, 2018, is the single best advertising product known to man. It is so grossly underpriced that the only thing that I've ever lived through that is similar is early Google AdWords. If I was speaking in 2003, in 2004 about what I was doing for my dad's business at the time, I would have asked the same question right now. The only difference is I would have asked people to stand up if they've run Google AdWords and it hasn't worked for them. And the same amount of people would have stood up Meanwhile, in that five to six year period of the early days of Google AdWords, the number one advertiser on the platform is a small company called Amazon. Amazon used Google's unbelievably underpriced attention and to give you guys context, when I was running ads on day one on Google for Wine Library, I was buying wine terms like the word wine and pinot grigio for five and 10 cents a click. Those words went on to be worth three and four and $12 a click. Attention, much like real estate and every other product, is about supply and demand. This is the attention platform. Social media is the places that we deploy our attention within it. I believe that right now, this Facebook arbitrage is the single most coherent thing that everybody in this audience can take advantage of. But here's the problem. If you don't know how to do it, you're not gonna get the value of the underpriced attention. A lot of people just stood up. When I made that joke, these people suck, there was a little truth in that sucky statement. It's not that they actually suck, it's that their execution on that Facebook campaign sucked. The ROI of any execution is predicated on your skill. The ROI of a basketball, to me, is zero. The ROI of a basketball for LeBron James is gonna end up being billions of dollars. People make decisions that things don't work because it didn't work for them. It doesn't mean that it doesn't work. I promise you, and I'm making this statement in a very selfish way so that I'm putting it on film so I can recall it in eight years when I'm trying to get you to do AR or voice or AI or something else, I'm gonna point to this video because in seven years, all the articles are gonna say this, nobody spent enough money on Facebook during its heyday between 2013 and 2020. When the biggest companies in the world figure out how good Facebook advertising really is, Coca-Cola and Coors Light and all the biggest brands in the world are gonna start spending their money in the platform, which is gonna kick you guys out of the feed because spending $8 to get in front of a thousand people is gonna start costing $150 to get in front of a thousand people. And more importantly, we're gonna stop converting on those ads as much as we do now because we're gonna be used to them and it's always cat and mouse. New advertising comes out, we convert on it, it gets mature, we run away from it. Excuse me for one second. Bro, thanks for wearing the Jet shirt. Fucking love you. (laughs) The number one thing that I would like to accomplish in this talk today is to get every person here to go home and Google how do I run Facebook ads for a concrete manufacturer. How do I sell cattle on Facebook? How do I sell homes on Facebook? I want you to go home and read or watch videos for anywhere between seven and 15 hours over the next week and then spend five, 10, 50, or $10 million. I don't know your business or your economics, but if I compel you to this truth that I know is real and you decide to do it, the one thing I'm scared of is you're gonna go back home and you're gonna get your 21-year-old niece to do it because she gets that technology shit. I am so tired of people saying that they didn't grow up with this and it's not of their generation and that they didn't know how to use it when it literally takes five to seven hours of putting education time in to figure it out to have the audacity to say that you're 49 and you didn't grow up with it, or 64 and you didn't grow up with it. If you're still in the game, put in the fucking work. I mean, people running businesses and don't have six hours to read and test and try to figure out, guys, this is called communication. It's how everything works. There's a reason when there's a coup d'etat in a country that the first thing they do is they go after the media company to pump propaganda into the citizens' minds. Comms, marketing, communication. If you are not relevant on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and YouTube right now, you are irrelevant, period. You don't like it? Me either, tough shit, dick. I don't care that you missed the good old days when the kids went outside and played. They don't do that anymore. (laughs) Sorry. There's a ton of shit that you don't do that your fucking grandma wished you did back in the day too. (laughs) Holding on to ideology and using that to run your business is a losing formula. Being romantic of how you want it to be in the world and then not affecting your business in the way that it actually is, is a vulnerability. We are living through the advancement of technology. Technology is not gonna start stop advancing because you don't like what it's doing. And meanwhile, what's really happening is you say you don't like what it's doing, but you're living it the other way. There's a bunch of hypocrisy in the system. And most importantly, even if you don't use technology because you're a fucking hippie, If you're in this audience, you're trying to figure something out, right? You're trying to win, you're putting in the work. This is game over. Because, and this is why I'm passionate about it. How many people here are retiring in the next 10 years? And I don't mean you're gonna fucking crush it and buy an island. <laughs> I mean you're just really fucking old and you're finished. <laughs> 10 years, show me. Okay, so for the 40 of you, cool. You could take some of this with a grain of salt, even though I think it's relevant right now, but let me make a promise to all of you of why this really matters. The reason you have to become great at Facebook advertising, at Instagram influencer advertising, at starting a podcast, in understanding how to do white papers on LinkedIn, not spamming and selling, branding and marketing, The reason you have to figure out this stuff, the reason you have to be comfortable with it, is technology is just starting. If you think it's crazy now, where do you think this is going? Did anybody watch Google's presentation the other day? Yesterday? Did you guys see this presentation, right? I mean, an assistant that understands the nuances and context of a human voice, like literally Google yesterday showed you that anybody in the world who's an admin or an assistant right now is out of a job. Yeah. And so my question to you is if you're not putting in the work to understand how these social networks work, how the hell are you gonna be living in the world that's coming next in augmented reality and VR and AI and machine learning and blockchain? Like, we're not going backwards, guys. Like, we're not gonna all of a sudden wake up in a couple of weeks and be like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go back to farming and fucking go that way. Farming is amazing, bro, but you're the only fucking farmer here. (laughs) Cool, and three others, I get it, but guess what? Awesome, I'm so pumped there's fucking 19 farmers here. (laughs) But if this was fucking 1897, we'd all be fucking farmers, get it? That's the point, right? And the best part is, when you use technology and branding, I've got a farming friend right now who's like, fuck, it's getting tighter. I'm like, bro, instead of just selling your crops, why don't you start a brand on Amazon and Shopify, use Facebook and Instagram, and now all of a sudden your fucking peas are the fucking coolest peas on earth. It's true. Guys, this is very simple. I'm gonna say something that I don't wanna say because I don't wanna hurt your feelings and I have no idea, I don't know you, but I do wanna say this. I need you to hear this from me around this conference. It's important to me please understand something that I'm fascinated by and I'm hoping one person hears me and it's the time they needed to hear it. Consuming my content, coming to conferences like this, reading more books, debating about the way the world should be, being a perfectionist, debating, complaining, dwelling, all of it, excuses for not doing. If you ask me what I really want, I want this to be the last conference you ever go to. I'm being dead fucking serious. I, I want you to understand that it is very likely that if you're sitting here, you are trying to find ways not to do. That's not everybody. That might not even be most. But even if one person here uses reading 87 fucking mindset and motivation books and listening to 44 fucking podcasts and 13 fucking blogs and coming to nine fucking things like this a year. If even one person here is doing that, and by the way, there's a lot more than one person here doing that. It's, yeah, you're laughing because you know it's fucking true. Because you know it's fucking true, right? How many more fucking books do these people need to read? It comes down to doing. You can figure out how to market your business to accomplish all your fucking goals in life, whether that's to build a pool in your backyard or to buy the fucking jets, whatever it is in between, if you're actually willing to put in the work. You know what I do? I fucking work 15 hours a day. I fucking write my captions on my Instagram. I reply to your fucking DMs. I answer comments. I read my email. It's fucking work. You want the secret? It's called work. It's called work. And by the way, do not get confused here. You have to work to match the ambition coming out of your mouth. This is not about working 15 hours a day. You got family, you got other interests. You do you, but don't be a fucking hypocrite. Don't be full of shit. Don't tell me you're buying a fucking private jet when you're watching four hours of YouTube videos a day, because it's work. You have to figure out what you're trying to achieve and what you want, and then you need to put in the work that maps to that ambition. And I know somebody's sitting here and be like, yeah Gary, you talk about hard work, but I work smart. I work smart too, and hard. Now what, dick? (laughs) This is not a debate. The most controllable thing, listen, we're all, we're all built differently, right? We've all got different skills, different charisma levels, different beauty, different smarts, we've all got different shit. But the most controllable thing in this room, the most controllable thing, is putting in the work. We, especially the people in this conference, including myself, we are so fortunate. We are so entitled. There is so much abundance in the system. When I see other people try to drag people down and razz on them for their success, it makes me laugh because they don't realize how much abundance is in the system. There's nobody, not your most direct competitor. I don't give a shit if you have a flower shop on this side of the street and literally on the other side of the street there's a flower shop. Nobody's taking any money out of your pocket. You're taking money out of your pocket. It's true. So this is a mindset game for me, right? Are you on offense and realize all this rant that I just did for four minutes? And if you do, cool, comma, let's move on. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Let me tell you why I'm saying it. It's because I'm bitter. When he was talking up here and said, first of all, who, who wrote my bio? That was like my mom, that was long as fucking shit fuck, I was getting pissed, I was like, I was like this guy's a dick. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, when I was listening to that bio, when he was saying, and he built his dad's business from a four to $60 million business, I was sitting back there and I'm like, loser. And here's why I said it. I figured out Google AdWords the day it came out. I understood that search engines were gonna be big because the internet was crazy and Yahoo had already become big. It was real. I understood that we would all use search engines for a long time. Showing up first for very few pennies was a good idea. I started running them, day one. It worked. You typed in wine, wine library showed up first. You clicked it, you weren't used to it yet. They didn't even blew it out back then. You weren't even sure you were hitting ads. It was fucking gangster shit. Every sixth person bought something. I was paying 30 cents for new fucking customers and it's sitting in my fucking face and my business is going from three to seven to 15 to 29 in my fucking face and what did I do? I was still doing direct mail, I was still doing TV, I was still doing billboards, which was fine because it wasn't as overpriced as it is today but I fucking hit oil and I wasn't pumping hard enough. When he said four to 60, my brain goes, should have been 250. If all the profits I was making that I was spending on other things, I put back into Google, it would have been 250. My friends, it's not too late for Facebook advertising and Instagram influencers, it's not. Is it as good as it was 36 months ago? It is not. Is it a hell of a lot better than it's gonna be in 36 months? It is, and it is at scale. There's nothing you do, it. I love that somebody's sitting here and saying, yeah, but it doesn't work for my industry. Bullshit. It is for your industry. The whole country is on it. Oh, but Gary, young kids aren't on it. Fine, I understand. But when I run ads for 18 to 24 year olds on Facebook, we sell the living shit out of it. Are they on it as much? No. Are they amortized out to Instagram? Yes. Does Facebook own Instagram? Yes. Should you do influencer marketing on Instagram? Yes, because people don't know how to price themselves. If you find people with 100,000 followers and you ask them to post a picture of your thing or tell them about your thing on DM, a lot of times they overprice. a lot of times they underprice. You're gonna kiss some frogs, but there's a fuckload of princes right now. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you right now, take the audacity, the lack of education, the laziness out of your system and become a practitioner in Facebook, advertising and Instagram influencer marketing and it will disproportionately help your business. Don't know what to say and do? Figure it out. That's your job. You want the fruits and the benefits of winning? You gotta put in the work. You gotta lose some money, you gotta win some money, you gotta read some shit, you gotta try some shit, but here's the thing, you don't have to spend a lot to learn. You can run $100 worth of ads and look at what it teaches you, but know this, The world is broken up into two places when it comes to this. Sellers and marketers. Most people are sellers, so they're gonna spend $1,000 and they're gonna expect some sort of transaction to come from it in the short term and they're gonna deem it not a success. The key is to understand how to build a brand on these platforms so that the business comes to you or there's a halo effect, a waterfall from the marketing. My personal belief over the last two decades is to bring the most value. I always tell people, don't listen to what I'm saying, watch what I do. I pump out ungodly amounts of content for free every day. I engage with my community every day. I'm not doing this for my health or kicks and giggles. I'm doing it because I want to win a fucking Super Bowl. Do you understand? I believe that the people that give the most value, do you know how weird it was when I started Wine Library TV in 2006? I did a YouTube show for the users that don't know. I really kind of broke out in the mid-2000s because of YouTube, I started a YouTube show and I would sit in front of a camera, drink four bottles of wine for 20 minutes (laughs) and hundreds of thousands of people watched it. It was great. Anyway, (laughs) I would sell these wines in my wine store and I would sit there and I would pan them. I would drink it and say it was light and off-balanced and a piece of shit and you shouldn't drink it. Wines that I was selling from vendors who were my partners. The reason I did that was the people in here that realized the actual game, which is in a world of the internet where there's an abundance of free information, the people that bring the most value to the audience win. The people who can give away the best information for free wins. For you to give away your secrets for free, you're gonna learn two things. Number one, there is abundance. But you're gonna learn something else. When you give away your best advice for free, 99% of people aren't gonna do anything about it. I'm gonna sit here and I'm sitting here for 30, 40 minutes pounding for people to go home and do five hours of homework and 10 days of testing to fundamentally unlock real growth in their business, and 98% of you fuck faces aren't gonna do it. <laughs> That's life, and there's nothing I can do about it. But it doesn't make it any less true. It's coming, this golden goose, like Google was for five years, Google now is good. Google's fine, Google AdWords is solid. If you're good at it, and you put a lot of work into it, you can find your pockets, it's nice. It's appropriately priced. One more demonstration with standing up. And this is gonna really tie the bow of why I want you to run out of here and go start attacking this. How many people here outside of live sports now mainly watch OTTs? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO Prime, stand up. Apple TV, stand up if you now mainly watch those. I want everybody to see this. This is, yeah, wow is right. I want everybody to see this. Keep staying up, do not go down. This is massively, this is the thesis of my energy of this conversation. We can all agree that this is not a high school or a junior high, right? age group. We can now agree that us older folk watch Netflix too. Cool? You can sit down since 90 fucking percent of you stood up. My friends, ABC and NBC and CBS are out of business as we know them. Television commercial industry is $80 billion. $80 billion this year on making and distributing 30 and 15 second videos that are played in between TV shows and nobody's watching. 92% of the Fortune 500 companies in the CPG space, consumer packaged goods, Cheerios, Cool Whip, Hellman's, this lipstick, that lipstick, that cereal, that soda, 92, 93% have declined over the last two years. Why? Because they pour all their money into commercials. We've got another 24, 36 months, and then the ceiling and the floor is gonna break. And all that money is going to go into Facebook. Mark my fucking words. You have about 24 to 48 months to buy up real estate of attention for whatever you do. Sell hats, you're a lawyer, you sell insurance, I don't care what you do, it is grossly underpriced. Because your first half-ass effort of $1,000 or $10,000 didn't work doesn't mean it's not underpriced. It means that you had their attention but your picture or video sucked shit and nobody watched it or did anything about it. Cool? Go figure out how not to suck shit. (laughs) Because in 36 and 48 months when all this money comes in, it will become properly priced just like Google did and then there may not be anything else for us people, us normal folk who don't have $8 billion in money to be able to compete for America's attention. Got it? This, May fucking 10th, where the internet's the middleman where the internet is smoking out all the bad people in our society and finally exposing them, thank God. This, May 10th, right now, the internet is the middleman and it doesn't care that your parents were drug addicts and it doesn't care that you got D's and F's and it doesn't care what your grandpappy did 40 years ago. It's agnostic, it doesn't give a fuck. It rewards you if you put in the right work and do it the right way and it shits on you if you don't. Do you understand? If you do, that means you understand what I understand, which is this is one of the first times in the history of the human race where merit is being fully rewarded. And if you really, really understand what I just said, it would make you get your ass up right now, run home, and start working. How, how you could be letting this pass you by during this moment baffles me once you become educated. It's one thing if you didn't see it. It's one thing if you couldn't put the pieces together. Listen, Manhattan was for sale a long time ago. There's a lot of people that decided to buy other things instead of acres of Manhattan. They missed it. Facebook was 20 bucks a share. I bought, you didn't. There's moments, please understand this, the attention of the human race is available for underpriced dollars. If you can grab it, whatever you're up to, you wanna be the mayor of your town, you wanna sell eight more homes, you wanna build a big pizza delivery business, whatever you're up to, will disproportionately scale when you buy underpriced attention and you get people to know what you're up to and what you do and what value you bring. This is special. This is a magical era and you will regret it if you don't deploy all of your efforts against it. And so while you debate that it's not for your industry, while you sit around and what, think about what other people are gonna think about you if you make that content or if the lighting's good, or you don't like your left side of your fucking face, or whatever the fuck you think. While you do all that debating, people are grabbing up this opportunity. I highly recommend, my friends, for you to become a practitioner, not a headline reader, of the current state of the internet. It's called social networks on the cell phone. It's also called podcasts on podcast networks, It's vlogging on YouTube, it's writing long form articles on LinkedIn, and maybe your industry is boring by your standards, but it's still your industry. And if you could be the queen or king of your industry, then you win, and the way to do that in 2018 is to be a person that knows how to make pictures, videos, audio clips, and written words on seven platforms. It's simple as shit, my friends, I am not a big time genius. I'm simple. I care about one thing, your attention. Your ears and your eyes are my religion. I watch where you go, I watch you saying you're not gonna go there. You know how many people here said they would never be on Instagram and now are? You know how many people here when they got the first emoji said, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) Who now send poop emojis 24 hours a day? Some of the older cats in here said they would never get a cell phone because their fucking pager was good enough. (laughs) The cat's out of the bag. We're not going back. And you need to understand that social norms are changing. Online dating 12 years ago, weird and creepy. Today, the establishment. Could you imagine if I stood up here eight years ago and said in eight years all the parents in this room are gonna want their children to go into a stranger's car because they're gonna think that's safer than them driving themselves? Do you know that all across America right now, if you have enough net worth, if you're rich, that the big gift for a 16 or 17 year old is unlimited Uber, not a new car? They want their 16 year old daughter at 11 o'clock at night to go into a stranger's car every day of the week. I would have been laughed off stage if I would have pitched you that idea 10 years ago. Social norms are breaking in front of our eyes. The internet is the biggest invention in the human race. It is. It's changed everything. And it's going to change everything. And so I implore you to be so grateful that you're actually navigating through this time of abundance So you're more than welcome to watch two or three antiquated news stations who tell you the world sucks shit. Or you can watch what's actually happening, which is this is the greatest fucking era to ever be alive. People are living longer, healthier, better, and there's nothing but opportunity and nobody can stop you except your lack of education or your entitlement or being fucking lazy. Stop. My friends. The current scientifical, mathematical odds of being born are 400 trillion to one. Like, your, your mom might have got up and got another glass of wine. 400 trillion to one. You're more likely to win the mega millions nine times in your life than you are to even have a life. I like data. That's data. We've got one life. Do something about it. Thank you. Thank you. Give him a hand. Gary Vaynerchuk, give him a hand, Denver. Thank you. Thank you, Denver. Gary Vee. Oh, oh, I thought, well, can I get back in the mic? There's one last thing, I forgot to say this. I'd, I'd be upset with myself. Uh, the worst day of my life happened in Denver in 1998. The Jets were beating the Broncos 10-nothing in the AFC Championship game. And I, I, and I was 20 minutes away from going Thank to a Super Bowl and then everything fucking imploded and the Broncos won, so. <laughs> So from the bottom of my heart, like the bottom of my heart, fuck you guys. (laughs) Give him a hand. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.